0: welcome to another episode of the preacher main podcast with jamal brown and i know some of you looked at the title it maybe looked a little sideways i don't quite know where i'm going with this message with you are holy the don west effect but trust me i would do my best to tie it all in together toward the end of this episode so stay tuned so you can get the full context let's go is an end time message because the closer we get to the end the more hell and things that are attached to hell we'll see i grew up in a church where holiness was our core mission and assignment some of the best times i had as a youth was being in children's church and hanging out with the other kids in there our youth pastor shout out to my to my kinfolk the late great pastor hall you know he made you know, everything fun, you know, relatable, especially in VBS, you know, VBS Vacation Bible School, you know, watching Gospel Bill and, you know, other acting illustrations of the word. Then as I got older, I got a chance to experience the big church where all the adults hung out and experienced the preaching and everything, you know, associated with being part of the adult ministry and stuff. You know, it was, it was like going from milk, to like a 16 ounce ribeye steak and as a teenager holiness to me seemed like a bunch of obligations I had to follow in order for God to recognize me as his child I had to be totally clean before I could be in his presence and ask him anything I'm not saying this was verbatim taught from the pulpit per se but that was the vibe and how I interpreted what was said especially during that time. Things were said like you better live right if you want God to bless you if you're not holy, you won't ever be able to see the Lord don't expect anything from God if you're not willing to accept the conditions or work to get it see in all three of those statements, there is standalone truth in it and some of those like if you're not holy you won't see be able to see the Lord like that's actual you know in the Bible that's that's a verse. You know, but the essence of God and what he stands for in this new covenant with Jesus, I believe in those three statements is not fully communicated when you just look at those statements, you know, just stand alone. It's one thing to read the Bible and comprehend what it says. It's another thing to read the Bible and understand God's heart and the macro point of view he wants us to observe. And that can only happen with Time being spent in forming a solid relationship with Him, see God does not change. However, the lens of how He looks at us now did. Uh, The first set of scriptures I want to look at is in Romans, uh, Romans five, sixteen through nineteen. And like I've said before in other episodes, if unless I say different, uh, all these scriptures will be in the New Living. So Romans five, sixteen through 19 says and the result of god's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin for adam's sin led to condemnation but god's free gift leads to our being made right with god even though we are guilty of many sins for the sin of this one man adam caused death to rule over many but even greater is god's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. But because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, Many will be made righteous. And this is clearly talking about what happened in the garden with Adam when sin entered into the world. And but now, from the lens of what happened, what Jesus did, that one act of righteousness of how you know God looks at us now. Uh, the next um scripture wanna look at is First Corinthians one. First 1 Corinthians one thirty. It says God has united. You with Christ Jesus for our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God, he made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Okay, the next verse, uh, set of verse I want to look at is uh, Colossians 1, starting with verse 19 going through 22. That for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now, he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, He has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. I want to read verse 22 again. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. See, according to verse 22, you know, we are already holy and blameless. Even going back in First 1 Corinthians one thirty, you say we are pure and holy after that fact of, you know, giving our life to Christ and ma- making that confession and, and that decision. Like we're already holy and blameless as we stand right now. If we accept and believe what Jesus blood did for us on the cross. See, this is way different than what I heard. It is to be holy. See, we're not trying to be holy by doing certain things to be puffed up in our own effort to be made right with God or for others to admire how much devotion we have. If we accept Jesus and ask Him to be our Lord and Savior, then we're already holy from that moment on in His eyes. Now, but does that mean? We can just do whatever whenever we want and not and it not affect us in this life. I mean, no, you know, if we continue to live in a sinful lifestyle, it will eventually affect our physical and mental state of mind, especially in the mind, which will make it harder to receive from God. Not because God doesn't want to help, but because we have more confidence in our own sin nature than we do of God's love. I believe we focus so much on what we need to do to get right and to be holy instead of focusing on the huge deal Jesus blood death and resurrection has already done. If I keep telling you the reasons why you're not blessed or going to be blessed, you're going to focus on what you got to do in order to get that blessing. You know kind of like a formula which As a result, that can turn into having wrong motives. So then we'll continue to do things not because we genuinely want to or even understand the essence of why we're doing it. But just so God can bless us, like the preacher said or the preacher told us. If we keep reminding people of their sins so often, they will subconsciously be more aware of their sin nature. Then the transformed new nature inside God created in Proverbs 23, seven, I believe people are familiar with this. It says for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So if the dominant tone that's being communicated of holiness for the believer is you can't be holy or expect anything from God until you do X, Y, and Z, then that's creating a sin consciousness or a me consciousness that I have the ability to accomplish those things on my own. I mean, if you live any type of life, you know, that ain't true. And as soon as that doesn't work or that doesn't get through, we're left discouraged, frustrated and mad because we're flowing with things from the outside in instead of the inside out. This next verse I want to look at is Ephesians uh, one seven, and I want to look at this in the new New King James. It says in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace Again, I want to read it says in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, and when we have a Appreciation and when we're conscious of the redemption, like the redemption, which means the action of being saved from sin, error, or evil. And it also means the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or a clearing of a debt. When we're really conscious of that and all of what that means, then that's When our behavior will change or when our behavior will start to alter. And if God already said we're holy, then all we got to do is believe and walk in it. Now, this is the part where I'm going to get into the, the Donda West effect. And people don't know Donda West, you know, that is Kanye West's mom, the, the mogul, the, the music guy, the, the genius Kanye West. I was looking at Kanye's documentary. Uh, on Netflix, and it's it's great, by the way, um for those that haven't peeped it out yet. And one of the things that stood out the most to me was the great bond Kanye had with his mom, Donda, Donda West. People have always criticized Kanye for being too confident and calling himself a genius. But looking at that documentary, those were the words and confidence given to him by his mom. You know, she spoke those things to Kanye and made him believe in himself to the point that if anybody said anything other than what his mom said about him in regards to his confidence and what he can and can't do, not, not only would he not believe it, you know, it would be a problem. All Kanye did was believe his mom and walked in, walked in it knowing his mom wouldn't lie or put him in a position of harm. Like, what if Kanye's mom, instead of building his confidence, tried to break it or remind him that he's not special? That unwavering confidence Kanye has in himself. And we know for those that are familiar with Kanye know how big that is. And the unwavering confidence Kanye has that his mom loves him dearly is the same confidence God wants us to have in him when he says, we're already holy and blameless. The close relationship Kanye had with his mom where they frequently talked and, you know, I believe she was even the the manager of his business affairs, you know, before she passed, you know, which means they were locked at the hip, you know, socially and with finances, which we should be with, with God the same way. This is also similar to the type of relationship God wants with us But since many of us don't care to form a tight bond with him, his word doesn't carry enough weight for us to believe what he said. And it doesn't help that we have pastors and teachers constantly saying we have to earn God's attention and work to be holy. If someone you admired, loved and trusted told you you were great at something, even when you're not at that particular time, it would inspire you to want to be that. It would give you the confidence to continue to pursue it. Knowing God has already said we're holy should give us the confidence to want to pursue it, even though we know we have our own set of issues. Like even with Kanye, like I'm sure when his mom was speaking all that stuff, he was not that at that particular time. But the more she said it, the more he exuded it, you know, and then he eventually he became that. You know, not because somebody was beating him down, telling him he got to do X, Y and Z in order for this to happen. But that he believed the word of his mom, just like we should believe the word of God to believe what he says. And from if we believe what he said and we truly believe that he loves us, then we should be able to walk out what he said we are, even though we may not be that at that particular moment. The tangible holiness will come as soon as we realize the intense love God has for us. Because it's only from that love that we can have faith to believe what he said. I want to look at Galatians, Galatians 5, 6, and that would be in the God's word translation. Galatians 5, verse 6 says, as far as our relationship to Christ Jesus is concerned, it doesn't matter whether we are circumcised or not. But what matters is a faith that expresses itself through love See, we can't have faith without having without love being the the foundation of that. You know, from from God's love, everything flows out. You know, love is the tree and, you know, faith is a branch of it. If we have or comprehend the love God has for us, I know sometimes we'll just say, you know, I know God loves me and. You know, I think it's just real cliche to say, but if you truly know God loves you and you have that relationship, it's just certain things that you just not going to do. You know, for believers, being holy is something we already are, but it can only be observed for others to see when we have a working knowledge and appreciation of the love God has for us that is expressed through Jesus. Because it's going to be real tough to realize and appreciate that love if we frequently are more aware of our sin and what we're not doing right, rather than focusing on what he said and what we already are. Again, appreciate you all for listening. And if you haven't already, go ahead and rate this podcast, like and tell a friend. And until next time, salute.